Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends, and welcome. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life, and we are here together to pray, to delve into the Scriptures, and to encourage each other in our discipleship of the Lord Jesus Christ as members of His body, members of the Kingdom of Life. I want to invite you to leave your prayer intentions, as usual, in the comments, so we can all pray for the needs of each other very specifically. And uh, let's go right into the presence of the Lord. We have a powerful key passage of the Old Testament today to share from the book of Exodus. Let's pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank you, Father, for the freedom, the liberation that you give your people, freedom from evil. We thank you, Lord, because you led your people out of Egypt many years ago, many centuries ago. You led your people out of slavery in a great foreshadowing of the liberation that we have in Christ from the slavery of sin and death. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this gift. Enable us to live today as your witnesses, repenting daily of our sins, which we do with great earnestness, bearing witness to the gospel of life, which we do with great concern, especially for the unborn, loving and serving our neighbor in every way, and loving you above all things. We pray all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, let's go into this powerful reading from Ezekiel chapter 14. When it was reported to the king of Egypt that the people had fled, Pharaoh and his servants changed their minds about them. They exclaimed, What have we done? Why have we released Israel from our service? So Pharaoh made his chariots ready and mustered his soldiers. 600 first-class chariots, and all the other chariots of Egypt with warriors on them all. So obstinate had the Lord made Pharaoh that he pursued the children of Israel even while they were marching away in triumph. The Egyptians then pursued them, Pharaoh's whole army, his horses, chariots, and charioteers, caught up with them as they lay encamped by the sea at Pi-Hahirath in front of Baal-Zephon. Pharaoh was already near when the children of Israel looked up and saw that the Egyptians were on the march in pursuit of them. In great fright, they cried out to the Lord, and they complained to Moses, Were there no burial places in Egypt that you had to bring us out here to die in the desert? Why did you do this to us? Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Did we not tell you this in Egypt when we said, Leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. Far better for us to be the slaves of the Egyptians than to die in the desert. But Moses answered the people, Stand your ground and fear not, and you will see the victory the Lord will win for you today. These Egyptians whom you see today, you will never see again. The Lord himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? 
Tell the children of Israel to go forward. And you, lift up your staff, and with hand outstretched over the sea, split the sea in two, that the children of Israel may pass through it on dry land. But I will make the Egyptians so obstinate that they will go in after them. Then I will receive glory through Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and charioteers. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I receive glory through Pharaoh and his chariots and charioteers. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is just a little funny side story. I was speaking one day in Slovakia. This is when I was working for the Vatican. We made a trip to Slovakia, and I was speaking to a room full of seminarians who did not speak English. So I had a translator translating it into their language. And I referred to this passage. And when I said Pharaoh and his chariots and charioteers, they all started laughing. Because the translator had said, Pharaoh and his tanks. So a little blip in the translation, but it was a great trip, and uh, we inspired them for uh, defending life back over there in their own country. All right, so evil always overplays its hand. The devil always oversteps his boundaries. Uh, Those who do evil cannot detach themselves from the evil. They are so intent on doing evil that even when a moment's reflection would show them that continuing to be attached to their evil agenda is going to destroy themselves, they keep pursuing it. And they keep doing more than they are actually able to accomplish. That's what happened here. They saw that the Israelites had left the country. They had to let them go. There were the plagues. They said, oh, we are all going to die. So they go from fear to fear. From fear that lets the Israelites go to fear that says, why did we lose our slave labor? Let's go get them back. Evil is irrational. Those who embrace it always overplay their hand. And so they go and chase them. A moment's thought. It's like, wait a minute. These are the same people that this mighty God, whose signs and wonders and and plagues uh, uh, scared us to death, that that, that God hasn't gone anywhere. If we go chase after these people, what do we think is going to happen to us? Doesn't care. Evil is irrational in its pursuit of evil. So that's lesson number one. Number two, the lesson for God's people. Trust. Now, I mentioned this the other day. You know, there were grumblings in the desert journey. Here, even before they get into the desert. Grumblings about, oh, it's easier to remain in slavery. And we're tempted to think that in the Christian life. It's easier to remain in the slavery of sin. Why did you have to come here and tell us to repent? This is why some people don't want to hear repentance, and this is why some preachers don't want to preach repentance, because the people often think the life of sin is easier. Come to me, Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It is easier to live the life of Christ than it is to live a life of sin. The life of sin is constantly heaping frustrations and evils upon us and destroys everything around it. No, it is not easier to live the life of sin, but that is sometimes what we think. Leave us alone with this message of repentance. We'll be content to just live our selfish lives. Or the way it manifests itself, we'll be content to coexist with evil instead of fighting the culture of death. It's the temptation 
that the other side is always inviting us to follow, namely, live and let live. Well, you know, you, you have your beliefs, let them have theirs. You don't believe in aborting children, they believe in aborting them. Isn't it easier to just leave them alone? No, it's not. Because then that destroys everything. But that's the temptation. Let's leave them alone. Let's, let's, let's stay in this mediocre way of life. Let, 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 let's not push too hard against the evils that are in the world. Let's not push too hard. Oh, it's easier this way. That's the temptation. And notice the people are saying it right here in the midst of what the Lord is about to do as another mighty miracle. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. Wow. And Moses didn't, Moses didn't uh, say to them, okay, go ahead, go back. Moses stuck with them, stayed in the role of leader, and said, just be still, okay, be still. And this is what we have to do. It doesn't mean be passive. It doesn't mean that we don't have to do the things we're always urging each other to do to fight these evils. It means be still in your inner heart and soul, even as you're engaging in the battle. The things we always talk about, things we have to do to, to end abortion, things we have to do to make, save the country. We've got to do a lot. But in our hearts, always there has to be this stillness, which is rooted in what? In the word that says, in God alone be at rest my soul. My help comes from Him. Or, as the book of Lamentations says, it is good to hope in silence for the saving help of the Lord. This passage, this, this theme comes across in many passages. Moses says, The Lord Himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still. Now again, this, this is easily misunderstood to say we don't have to do anything at all. No, the Lord tells us we have to fight evil. It's like, this is the same when Jesus says, you know, when you're, when you're hauled before kings and governors, who are prosecuting you, persecuting you because you believe in me. Don't worry in advance about what you are to say. What you are to say will be given to you. That doesn't mean that we don't prepare with the knowledge of our faith how to defend it. It means in that moment God is going to fight for you and he's going to bring you the victory. It doesn't mean we, we, we sit back, oh, I'm not going to read the word. I'm not going to study the faith because God's going to tell me what to say. You might as well say to your, to your uh, high school uh, son or daughter, oh, you don't, don't study for your uh, exams because God is going to give you what to say. That's not what Jesus means, obviously. We do our part. But we always have to do it in the context of that abiding confidence that, yeah, the Lord is going to fight for us. The Lord is going to guide us. The Lord is going to give us the defense that we need. And then here what we learn is seen by what Moses says to the people or what God says to Moses to tell the people Moses is you know in a situation here where he's uh, he's like Lord what do I do here I mean imagine the situation that the people are in here they've got the the sea on one side and the raging armies of the enemy on the other and so, of course, they're going to cry out to God. Moses himself is going to cry out to God and say, what, what am I to do here? And, and the answer of the Lord is, tell the children of Israel to go forward. And that's the main thing I want to leave with you here today, brothers and sisters. 
He tells Moses to do something that in human terms seems absolutely foolish. But if he doubts him, if he distrusts him, if he disobeys him, that's downright dangerous. So when you have the choice between the foolish thing or the dangerous thing, do the foolish thing in obedience to God. He says, lift up your staff and split the sea in two. You know, sometimes he asks us to do that. Not with a literal splitting of the sea in two, but with ending the culture of death. With winning elections to save our nation. We have to absolutely take to heart this command. Tell the Israelites to go forward. You never go backwards. No matter what the obstacle is in front of you. Tell the Israelites to go forward. Again, it invokes what Paul says later on when he says, Give no thought to what lies behind. I press forward in my service of Christ. Maybe he had the exodus in mind. Tell the Israelites to go forward. You can see Moses saying to God, Oh, go forward. Well, okay. Why didn't I think of that myself? It's the obvious thing. But in human terms, it seems like the impossible thing. So I apply it to us as we fight against the evils in our day. Tell the Christians to go forward. Tell the pro-lifers to go forward. It doesn't matter how many obstacles you see. You see a, a sea in front of you. You see an army chasing after you. Tell the people to go forward. Do what you know you have to do. And that's why, let's, let's apply it to, to this current situation with, in, the, in our political life. There are some people, and I hope none of them in this audience, who say things like, no, no, I'm not going to, uh, you know, we were, we were calling people on our list that we suspected might not be registered to vote. And, uh, and, 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 and fortunately... Just about all of them either said that they got registered or they were going to get registered. But then we had one on the, a little list that we were using recently. We had one that just was not going to was not registered and was not intending to go get registered. This attitude that oh well you know uh, but the other side cheats, my vote doesn't count. Things have gotten so corrupt, so bad. I don't trust in the system. I'm not going to participate in it. No, friends, no. That's like the Israelites in the desert with the army of chariots and charioteers chasing after them and the Red Sea in front of them saying, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything. Tell the Israelites to go forward. What does the attitude of, oh, well, I'm going to disengage and I'm not going to take part in this corrupt process, what does that attitude consider about the power of God? Notice again, as I'm saying, it's God's work and our work together. God doesn't tolerate us doing nothing. But he also wants us to trust in him as we do something. Because the something we do might seem foolish. The something we do might seem futile. The something we do might seem so small, except that we've got to connect it with the God who's telling us to do it. Moses is saying, the Lord himself will fight for you. You have only to keep still. In other words, keep still in your mind and heart. Keep your heart safe 
from those voices of doubt and doom. Oh, I can't make a difference. Yes, you can. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, nobody's going to listen to me if I speak up. Yes, they will. I've told you the story about that time I was at a breakfast meeting with, with some bishops. I, I would often go as a guest to the meetings, the semi-annual meetings of the United States Catholic bishops. And this was shortly, this was many years ago, shortly after the big victory. In, it was won in California uh, about marriage, the defense of marriage. And people had voted overwhelmingly to defend marriage. And, and these bishops were sitting around at the breakfast table. And if I hadn't known, if none of us had known that the election at that moment was a victory. You wouldn't have known it by the way they were talking because they were saying, oh, well, you know, we got to be careful. You know, the more we talk out about, about these things, you know, the less people are going to listen to us. What? That's the voice of cowardice. They shouldn't be in the position that they are. I hope that they've all resigned. The more we talk about the plan of God for marriage, the more we talk about the word of God, the less they're going to listen. Does that sound like the heart of St. Paul? Does that sound like the heart of Jesus? Does that sound like the prophet Isaiah? Cry out full-throated and unsparingly tell my people their sins? My goodness, the cowardice. But also the stupidity. And the lack of confidence in the word of God that we proclaim. Tell the Israelites to go forward. Engage the political process. Teach the faith to your children. Speak up at the school board. Send out the right messages in the social media platforms you use. Make that phone call to your legislators. Get and stay engaged. Now is the time for us to understand that the Lord himself will fight with us he will fight for us. We must do as he says, go forward, keeping in our hearts that stillness of knowing how great it is to wait in silence for the saving help of the Lord. Let us pray. Father, we come before you more determined than ever to do good and to conquer evil. Conquering evil, first of all, Lord, in our own hearts overcoming our own temptations. Conquering evil, Lord, in our families and in our churches. Standing up against heretics. Standing up against cowards. Correcting those, admonishing those who misrepresent the faith and distort your word or engage in cowardly silence about the things that matter. Engaging in the political realm, Lord God, standing up for what is right in the arena of voting, of politics, standing up against those who hate this country, standing up against the Democrat Party. Lord God, give voice to our convictions. Send the Holy Spirit once again as Pentecost tongues of fire to open the mouths of your people both the preachers and also those in the pews. Tell our people once again, tell us once again, to go forward, no matter what the obstacles in our way look like. And now we pray with confidence 
in the words our Savior gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Well, thank you, friends, for joining me, and uh, we pray for all of you and your intentions. Follow me on social media at Fr Frank Pavone on all the major platforms, Fr Frank Pavone, and donate to our ministry at ProLifeGift.org. We need your help. We only rely on people like you. ProLifeGift.org. Really, really consider making a, a donation right now. And uh, thank you in advance for your generosity and to those of you that donate regularly in other ways too. ProLifeGift.org. Thanks, friends. Let's continue on our daily walk with the Lord, building the culture of life. Let others know about these broadcasts and we will talk to you soon. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to ProLifeGift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.